0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate
1: icon at www.relevantradio.com. We have arrived at Friday. It's still Lent, so it's a day of abstinence from meat. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Friday, March 1st, 2024, Friday of the second week of Lent. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 2, Friday is a day to pray the Sorrowful Mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. Aubin, Born in 470, he entered the monastery of Tinselac when a youth. He was elected abbot at 35 and named Bishop of Angers in 529. St. Aubin was known for his generosity to the sick and the indigent, widows and orphans, for his work in ransoming slaves, and for his holiness and the many miracles he is reputed to have performed both during his lifetime and after his death. In 550, St. Aubin, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and strength today so that I may be a witness to your love your justice and your peace and to the sanctity of each human life together with Mary our mother's sister and friend she who carried the Savior in her womb with all the communion of saints and with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today we pray amen And with Pope Francis, we pray that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus.
2: My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In today's Mass, both the first reading from Genesis and the Gospel both deal with betrayal. In the first reading from the book of Genesis, we have the story of Joseph. Joseph is the youngest son of Jacob, also known as Israel, as he will be named by God. Joseph is betrayed by his brothers, and he is sold into slavery for 20 pieces of silver. And in the gospel, Jesus tells a parable about a landowner who planted a vineyard. He planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally he sent his son to them, thinking, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. Jesus is referring to what will happen to himself. He will be killed by his own people. He who is the son. He is clearly the son of the landowner. He is the son of the creator of the world. And being the second person of the Blessed Trinity is also creator. God the Father created through the Son. He is killed by his own creation. And Joseph, he is betrayed by his brothers, sold as a slave for 20 pieces of silver. Jesus will also be sold by his brother, by by one of his apostles, Judas, for 30 pieces of silver. It is thought that Joseph went for 20 because he was younger. So slaves would have had a different price tag as said, as it is to say it, based on their age, so Joseph was probably younger, went for twenty pieces of silver, and Jesus, as we know, thirty-three years old, went for thirty pieces of silver. So we see how Scripture today is preparing us for Holy Week. Easter is thirty days away, and in order to get to Easter Sunday, we go through the cross. That stark reality. Of, of, of rejection, of betrayal, that we reject God, that we betray Him. Have you ever been betrayed by a friend or a family member, somebody you love? Or perhaps have you ever betrayed someone in some way? Chances are you answer yes to both of these questions. I certainly do, especially the latter. I think I've betrayed much more then I have been betrayed. And for that, Lord, I am sorry. And I'm sorry for the betrayals that I have committed without even realizing it, or ways in which I let others down, betrayed their trust, without realizing it. For that, Lord, I'm sorry. We know betrayal can come in many different ways, but it always includes breaking one's trust. Judas took advantage of the trust that Jesus had in him to have him in his inner circle, one of the apostles, Judas knew where Jesus was, where, his, where he would spend his time, where he would try to hide maybe from the Pharisees if they're trying to capture him, or just where he would go in order to have a good, quiet place to pray. Judas knew these things, and he reveals Jesus' whereabouts in exchange for money. Joseph's brothers are jealous of him, and they sell him for money, clearly breaking trust with their brother, but also with their father. Jacob trusted his his other sons to take care of Joseph. That's why he sends him to them, but they break that trust. There is a story of a scientist, a young man, kind of awkward, an awkward young young scientist, and he looks up to a colleague of his. A colleague, in the sense, it's another scientist. They never worked together or anything, but but uh, but this man was was older, more accomplished, and somewhat of a celebrity scientist, and the younger one musters up enough courage to ask the famous scientist for a few minutes of his time at a conference. He had some new ideas that he wanted to run by him and to see what he thought, some areas of research. And so the famous scientist said, yes, let's meet outside in 15 minutes. But the famous scientist had no intention whatsoever of meeting with him. He just said that to get him off his back, and off he went. The young scientist was all excited. He went outside and he waited looking at his clock, at his watch or the clock on his phone. Every couple minutes, 15 minutes goes by, then 20, then 25, then 30. All the while he's making excuses for him, for the for the famous scientist. Oh, people probably just want to talk to him and and he keeps on getting interrupted. He'll be out soon. Only to realize that he had been stood up. It's not like they had been friends or anything, but it doesn't mean it didn't still hurt. And I think we can imagine what that might have felt like. What that might have felt like. And so that suffering that we can imagine that that uh, that that young scientist went through, suffered through, or maybe the times that you and I have been betrayed, or maybe the cause, the suffering that we've caused in others and betraying them. Well, we can take that. We can apply it to Jesus, in his human heart not in his divinity because he doesn't suffer in his divinity. God God can't suffer. But Jesus who is both God and man in his humanity, he does he does suffer. He wanted to go through that for us. And Jesus, you suffered when Judas betrayed you. We see you suffer. And we to this day still betray you. We betray you when we sin. We betray you when we do things for ourselves and not for you. We betray you when we forget to say thank you for so many things, for so many ways in which you love us. So, Jesus, I want to tell you in this time of prayer, thank you. Thank you for your love for me. Thank you for showing it over and over and over again. Jesus, no more betrayals. We don't want to betray you anymore. You never betray me. You are always loyal to me. You always forgive me. So let us turn to our Most Holy Mother, Mary. We are 30 days off from from Easter. And Mary, help us. Pray for us. You are our Mother. We want to be loyal to your Son, to our brother, Jesus Christ. We want to be loyal to you as well, Mary. And so intercede for us. Help us. That not only we, we not betray your Son, but that we may love him each day more and more. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother,
1: St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And you'll find a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus just waiting for you if you go and look at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin this day of prayer in just a few minutes. On Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On Friday of the second week of Lent, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this liturgical day joining in prayer with the whole church and led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord,
3: open my lips. and And my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your
4: praise.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
3: The Lord's is the earth and And all its fullness, fullness, the world and world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas,
6: on the waters he made
3: it firm.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Who Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand stand in in his holy place?
4: The The man with clean hands and
5: pure heart, who desires desires not worthless worthless things,
4: who who has has not sworn so so as to deceive his neighbor.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering
6: he shall
3: receive blessings from the Lord and and reward from from the God who
6: saves him. Such such are the the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
4: O O gates, gates, lift lift higher your heads. heads. Grow grow higher higher ancient ancient doors. doors. Let Let him him enter enter the the King King of of Glory.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
3: Who is the King of Glory?
6: The
3: The Lord, the the Mighty, the Valiant.
6: The Lord, the Valiant in war.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. O gates, Gates, lift high your heads. Grow grow higher, higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of of glory. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
6: Who is he,
3: the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he He is is the King of glory.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Glory Glory to the the Father, and and to the Son, and to the the Holy Spirit,
3: as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
5: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
3: Lord, in your anger, do not punish me.
1: Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, anger, do do not not punish me. me.
3: O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon me.
4: Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, there is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear.
3: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
4: as it was in the beginning, is now now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen.
6: Lord, in in your anger, anger, do do not not punish punish me. me.
3: Lord, you know all my longings.
6: Lord, Lord, you know all my longings.
3: My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long.
4: All my frame burns with fever. All my body is sick, spent, And utterly crushed, I cry aloud in anguish of heart.
3: O Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light is gone from my eyes.
4: My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plot against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long.
3: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
5: as
4: As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now,
5: and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord,
0: you You know all all my longings. longings.
3: I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior.
5: I confess confess my my guilt guilt to to you, Lord. Lord. Do not abandon abandon me, me, for for you you are are my my savior. Savior.
3: But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense.
0: I
4: COUNT ON YOU, O LORD. IT IS YOU, LORD GOD, WHO WILL ANSWER. I PRAY, DO NOT LET THEM MOCK ME, THOSE WHO TRIUMPH, IF MY FOOT SHOULD SLIP.
3: FOR I AM ON THE POINT OF FALLING, AND MY PAIN IS ALWAYS BEFORE ME. I CONFESS THAT I AM GUILTY. And my sin fills me with dismay.
4: My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right.
3: O Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help. O Lord, My God, my Savior.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
6: As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen.
5: Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy. I I confess confess my my guilt guilt to to you, Lord. Lord. Do not abandon abandon me, me. for For you you are are my Savior. Savior. Turn back to the Lord your God. He He is is kind kind and and
3: merciful. A reading from the Book of Exodus In the third month after their departure from the land of Egypt, On its first day, the Israelites came to the desert of Sinai. After the journey from Rephidim to the desert of Sinai, they pitched camp. While Israel was encamped here in front of the mountain, Moses went up the mountain to God. Then the Lord called to him and said, Thus shall you say to the house of Jacob, Tell the Israelites, You have seen for yourselves how I treated the Egyptians and how I bore you up on eagle wings and brought you here to myself. Therefore, if you hearken to my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my special possession, dearer to me than all other people, though the whole earth is mine. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. That is what you must tell the Israelites. So Moses went and summoned the elders of the people. When he set before them all that the Lord had ordered him to tell them, the people all answered together, Everything the Lord has said, We will do. Then Moses brought back to the Lord the response of the people. The Lord also told him, I am coming to you in a dense cloud, so that when the people hear me speaking with you, they may always have faith in you also. When Moses then had reported to the Lord the response of the people, the Lord added, Go to the people and have them sanctify themselves today and tomorrow. Make them wash their garments and be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai before the eyes of all the people. Set limits for the people all around the mountain and tell them, Take care not to go up the mountain or even to touch its base. If anyone touches the mountain, he must be put to death. No hand shall touch him, he must be stoned to death or killed with arrows. Such a one, man or beast, must not be allowed to live. Only when the ram's horn resounds may they go up to the mountain. Then Moses came down from the mountain to the people and had them sanctify themselves and wash their garments. He warned them, Be ready for the third day. Have no intercourse with any woman. On the morning of the third day, there were peals of thunder and lightning and a heavy cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast so that all the people in the camp trembled. But Moses led the people out of the camp to meet God and they stationed themselves at the foot of the mountain mount sinai was all wrapped in smoke for the lord came down upon it in fire the smoke rose from it as though from a furnace and the whole mountain trembled violently the trumpet blast grew louder and louder while moses was speaking and god answering him with thunder When the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the trumpet blast, and the mountains smoking, they all feared and trembled. So they took up a position much farther away and said to Moses, You speak to us, and we will listen, but let not God speak to us, or we shall die. Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. For God has come to you only to test you and put his fear upon you, lest you should sin. Still, the people remained at a distance while Moses approached the cloud where God was. If you do what I tell you and keep my covenant, out of all the nations you will be my own possession. Dearer to me than any other people. You You shall shall be be to me a kingdom of priests, a consecrated 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 nation. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a people God has claimed as his own. You You shall shall be be to me a a kingdom of of priests. a consecrated nation.
4: From the Treaties Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus, Bishop. In the book of Deuteronomy, Moses says to the people, The Lord your God made a covenant on Horeb. He made this covenant not with your fathers, but with you. Why did God make this covenant with their fathers? Because The law is not aimed at the righteous. Their fathers were righteous. They had the power of the Decalogue implanted in their hearts and in their souls. That is, they loved the God who made them and did nothing unjust against their neighbor. For this reason, they did not need to be admonished by written rebukes. They had the righteousness of the law in their hearts. When this righteousness and love for God had passed into oblivion and been extinguished in Egypt, God had necessarily to reveal Himself through His own voice out of His great love for men. He led the people out of Egypt in power, so that man might once again become God's disciple and follower. He made them afraid as they listened, to warn them not to hold their Creator in contempt. He fed them with manna that they might receive spiritual food. In the book of Deuteronomy, Moses says, He fed you with manna which your fathers did not know, that you might understand that man will not live by bread alone, but will live by every word of God coming from the mouth of God. He commanded them to love himself and trained them to practice righteousness toward their neighbor so that man might not be unrighteous or unworthy of God. Through the Decalogue, he prepared man for friendship with himself and for harmony with his neighbor. This was to man's advantage, though God needed nothing from man. This raised man to glory, for it gave him what he did not have, friendship with God. But it brought no advantage to God, for God did not need man's love. Man did not possess the glory of God, nor could he attain it by any other means than through obedience to God. This is why Moses said to the people, "'Choose life, that you may live and your descendants too. Love the Lord your God.'" Hear his voice and hold fast to him, for this is life for you and length of days. This was the life that the Lord was preparing man to receive when he spoke in person and gave the words of the Decalogue for all alike to hear. These words remain with us as well. They were extended and amplified through his coming in the flesh, but not annulled. God gave to the people separately through Moses the commandments that enslave. These were precepts suited to their instruction or their condemnation. As Moses said, The Lord commanded me at that time to teach you precepts of righteousness and of judgment. The precepts that were given them to enslave and to serve as a warning have been canceled by the new covenant of freedom. The precepts that belong to man's nature and to freedom and to all alike have been enlarged and broadened. Through the adoption of sons, God had enabled man so generously and bountifully to know him as Father, to love him with his whole heart, and to follow his word unfailingly. Moses, the servant of the Lord, fasted for forty days and forty nights to, prepare, to himself prepare himself to receive the, the law of the Lord. Lord. Moses went up Mount Sinai to the Lord and stayed there forty days and forty nights to, to prepare, prepare himself to receive, to receive the law of the Lord.
3: Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that purifying us by the sacred practice of penance, you may lead us in sincerity of heart to attain the holy things to come. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. (laughs)
1: Jesus tells a parable to the priests and elders, and they don't like it one bit. It's in today's gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday of the second week of Lent, March 1st, 2024. I'm Paul Sadiq, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the Dramatized Audio Bible, the Lord tells a parable which relates directly to Himself and to the priests, scribes, and elders. From the 21st chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Hear another parable. There was a householder
0: who planted a vineyard, and set a hedge around it, and dug a winepress in it, and built a tower, and led it out to tenants and went into another country. When the season of fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to get his fruit. The tenants took his servants and beat one, killed another, and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants, more than the first, and they did the same to them. Afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And they took him and cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. When, therefore, the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants?
4: He will put those wretches to a miserable death and let out the vineyard to other tenants who will give him the fruits in their seasons.
0: Have you never read in the Scriptures, the very stone which the builders rejected has become the head of the corner? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a nation producing the fruits of it.
4: When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he was speaking about them. But when they tried
1: to arrest him, they feared the multitudes because they held him to be a prophet. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. One thing you have to do to follow the Lord is not just dislike sin but to hate it. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from volume two, Lent and Eastertide. God loved us and sent his son to take away our sins. The liturgy these days brings us closer little by little to the central mystery of the redemption, It presents to us personalities of the Old Testament who are types of our Lord. In the first reading of the Mass, we are told about Joseph. Through the betrayal of his brothers, he providentially came to be the savior of his family and of the whole region. He is a figure of Christ, the Redeemer. Joseph was the favorite son of Jacob, and at his father's request went in search of his brothers. He traveled a long way before finding them. He brought them good news of their father and also food. At first his brothers, who hated and envied him for being their father's favorite, considered killing him. Later they sold him as a slave, and as such he was taken to Egypt. God made use of these circumstances so that years later he would come to hold a high position there. In a time of famine, he would be the savior of his brothers against whom he held no grudge despite their ill treatment of him. He became a savior too of Egypt, where through Joseph's good offices, the tribes of Israel settled and became, as it were, a cradle for the chosen people. All those who approached Pharaoh for help were directed to Joseph. Go to Joseph, he would say to them. Our Lord, sent by the Father, also came to bring light to the world. He came to his own, and his own people received him not. Finally he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. Come on, let us kill him and take over his inheritance. So they seized him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. This is exactly what they did to our Lord. They took him outside the city and crucified him. The sins of men have been the cause of the death of Jesus Christ. Every sin bears an intimate and mysterious relationship to the passion of Jesus. We will recognize the evil of sin only if we know how to relate it to the mystery of the redemption. Only then will we really be able to purify the soul and to grow in contrition for our sins and transgressions. The conversion which our Lord insistently asks for, and in a special way during this period of Lent as we approach Holy Week, ought to start with a firm rejection of all sin and with the determination to avoid every occasion that could put us in danger of offending God. Moral renewal, which this world so much needs, begins with this profound conviction. On earth there is but one evil which you must fear and avoid with the grace of God, sin. On the other hand, the loss of the sense of sin is thus a form or consequence of the denial of God, not only in the form of atheism but also in the form of secularism. If sin is the breaking off of one's filial relationship to God in order to situate one's life outside of obedience to him, then to sin is not merely to deny God. To sin is also to live as if he did not exist, to eliminate him from one's daily life. We do not wish to eliminate our Lord from our lives, but rather to recognize and be more and more aware of his presence with each passing day. We can very well say, says the curate d'Ars. That the passion which the Jews made Christ suffer was almost nothing compared with what Christians make him undergo with their insults of mortal sins. What horror there will be when Jesus Christ shows us the things for which we have abandoned him. What trash we will have preferred in exchange for so much good. Through divine mercy, with the help of grace, we will not leave him and we will try to bring to him many who are separated from him. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We join the whole church in prayer again. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer.
5: God, come to my
1: assistance.
6: Lord, make haste to help me.
5: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was, As
4: it was in, the in the
6: beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever.
4: Amen. Alleluia.
3: A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. A humble, A humble contrite, contrite heart, heart God, O God, you, you will, will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin.
4: My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done.
3: That you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born, a sinner was I
4: conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. Oh, purify me, then I shall be clean. Oh, wash me, I shall be whiter than snow.
3: Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt.
4: A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit.
3: Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you.
4: O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall wring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise.
3: For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice... A contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn.
4: In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to
3: the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
4: as As it it was was
3: in the the beginning, beginning, is is now. now. and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience, so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit, we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations.
6: A humble, humble, contrite heart, heart, O O God, God. you You will will not spurn.
3: Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion.
5: Even Even in in your your anger, anger, Lord,
3: you you will remember compassion.
4: O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion.
3: God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled.
4: His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one.
3: You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles, at the sound my lips quiver.
4: Decay invades my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us.
3: For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exult in my saving God.
4: God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the heights.
3: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
4: as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Even, Even in your anger, anger Lord, you, you will remember, remember
3: compassion.
4: O oh, praise the Lord, Jerusalem!
3: Oh, Oh, praise praise the the Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Oh, praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God.
4: He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with the finest wheat.
3: He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow. White as wool, he scatters hoar-frost by gashes.
4: He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow.
3: He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations, He has not taught them his decrees.
4: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever.
3: forever. Amen.
4: Let us pray. Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now as in a mirror, we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth.
3: Oh, Oh, praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Through his suffering, my servant shall justify many, and their guilt he shall bear. Therefore I will give him his portion among the great, and he shall divide spoils with the mighty, because he has surrendered himself to death and was counted among the wicked. And he shall take away the sins of many and win pardon for their offenses. The word of the Lord.
5: Thanks be to God. God Himself will set me free from the hunter's snare.
3: God God Himself himself will set set me free from from the hunter's hunter's snare.
5: From those who would trap me with lying words.
3: And And from from the the hunter's hunter's snare.
5: snare. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. God God Himself will will set me free from from the hunter's hunter's snare. snare. He will bring those evil men to an evil end and entrust his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the harvest at the proper season.
6: Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised
3: up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his
6: servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old and to guide our feet into the way of peace.
3: Glory to the Father, and to the
6: Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen.
5: He will bring those evil men to an evil end, and entrust his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the harvest at the proper season. Let us pray to Christ our Savior, who redeemed us by his death and resurrection. Lord, Lord, have have mercy mercy on on us. You went up to Jerusalem to suffer, and so entered into your glory.
3: Bring your church to the Passover feast of heaven.
5: Lord, Lord, have have mercy mercy on us. us. You were lifted high on the cross and pierced by the soldier's lance.
3: Heal our wounds. Lord, Lord, have have mercy mercy on on us. us.
5: You made the cross the tree of life.
3: Give its fruit to those reborn in baptism. Lord, Lord, have have mercy mercy on us.
5: us. On the cross you forgave the repentant thief.
3: Forgive us our sins.
5: Lord, Lord, have have mercy mercy on us. us. And to these intercessions, we pause to have the prayers of our own hearts. Lord, Lord, have have mercy mercy on us. us. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us
3: Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that purifying us by the sacred practice of penance, you may lead us in sincerity of heart to attain the holy things to come. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and
5: ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
1: That's a good start to the day, I think. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. After that, it's Patrick Conley with The Inner Life. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning. 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the
0: Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the Dramatized Audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group.